If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits. Let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. Oh, discontented couples come into my office every day. Oh, they want to talk about money, conflicts, issues, children, child raising, and of course sex, because sexual intimacy is definitely a part of the matrimonial or coupling of two individuals, but the truth is, is that it isn't always so easy as it appears on television. In fact, it is awkward, confusing, because you are typically with someone who's not you, and therefore, how in the world do you give the pleasure to them and receive the pleasure from them that you want? So to be able to support this wonderful aspect of relationships, guess what, Richard Anthony and Beverly Lynn are coming to us from the world of stage hypnotherapy. No, I said that wrong, stage hypnotism. But why did I say hypnotherapy? Because this is going to be hypnotherapeutic for you in relationships and your sexuality. Richard Anthony and Beverly Lynn, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Carol. (laughs) Okay. First question is this. Why is hypnosis so powerfully linked to a human sexual experience? Well, since I have been doing this the longest, I'm going to answer that question. (laughs) And I happened to notice it this is very very interesting and my wife when she did the shows with me a few years ago asked me the same thing um when we hypnotize people on stage they get aroused (laughs) i mean they just do uh Mm -hmm. it's it's quite obvious uh with as my wife said after doing her first show do they always get like that (laughs) and i said yeah the women do the women do too. You just can't notice it as much. <laughs> so wow. I decided that if that's the case, um, I had been a therapist. I, um, I basically had a, an operation in, in Studio City, California. I had an office there. But what we were basically doing was natural childbirth. And we did it for quite a while. And I did a few things like smoking and stuff like that. So after realizing this with my wife asking me and that type of thing, I said, you know what, let me do some sex therapy with it. And I started doing that. And I started doing it after shows, and I started doing it as a seminar, and then I taught Beverly how to do it, etc. And it has gone on from there. I mean, it has become quite the thing on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, both of you are are performers. You've worked in casinos and colleges and conferences and television and radio all over the world. But here you're talking about sex hypnotherapy, uh, something very intimate, something very... So what the difference between a show and hypnotherapy, what do you offer in your, in your, in your offices along those lines? Well, it's actually a, uh, a seminar in itself, Dr. Carroll. It is, we teach it, and I'll tell you, it, it's really helpful with couples who have lost the spark, so yeah. to say. It's a great way to bring the spark back and, you know, to be uninhibited again with your partner, just kind of rekindle those, you know, when you first got together and how crazy and passionate it was, and then after years, you know, life takes over. So sometimes we lose that, and this just helps the couple get back to that level and, and really experience the, the newness, I guess I want to say, quote-unquote again. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay, so can you start taking us through, the listeners, through some steps uh, of, of what you would recommend and, and how do they get a hold of the book that you sent to me 
that was really very broad-based, informative, taught them how to be a hypnotherapist before, how to be a sexual partner with hypnotherapy. How do they get a hold of your book called Hypnosis for Lovers? And um, it's, then walk us it's actually on Amazon.com. All right, folks, Amazon.com with Anthony Richard and Lynn, Beverly Lynn. Okay, so what are some yep. steps you're going to take us through? Well, here's what we, what we actually do. If I'm starting a seminar, <clears throat> I talk to people, and I find out where they're at at that particular moment. What's wrong with the relationship? Is it physical? Is it mental? Is there something you know, uh, that they would need to go see a doctor for rather than, uh, rather than coming to me or to Beverly? So that's the first step. Let's, let's say we've gotten past that and we have a couple and they are not having a great sex life anymore. What we do is we teach them how, because if, if you realize sex is not really um, instituted in your, shall we say nicely, genital areas. How's that? <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the best way to put yes. it. <laughs> and it actually is in your mind. And that's the greatest part about hypnosis is because you can um, rekindle that part, the mind part, which automatically transfers to the body. So what we would do with a couple starting off is first hypnotize them so that they know what it is because a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about it. They think it feels like you're going to hit somebody over the head with a hammer <laughs> and then when they wake up they're not going to remember anything and they don't but they're automatically going to do whatever you said. And that's not the case at all. We always tell them it's more like daydreaming, right? Yeah, Beverly? it's it's kind of like you know when you're watching a movie and you're so enthralled in it that your your husband or your wife can be like in the background doing something or asking you a question and you just completely tune them out. At that moment that you're so involved in in what you're watching, that's like the perfect time that we can come in and and get you hypnotized and take you there. That's kind of the state that you're in, if that makes sense. <laughs> So for well, you all know, of your listeners, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> Sorry, we're talking on top of each other, listeners, because we're all excited here. Oh, one of the things I appreciated so much about your book was that you were trying to say, how do you get your partner, even in the mood, to work with you mm -hmm. hypnotically uh, and when they're really not, whether they're asleep, they're bored, or they're angry, or they're <laughs> overwhelmed. Um, yeah. How do you do that? How well, do you move them into that state? Okay. There's a lot of different ways. First of all, you can actually hypnotize somebody who's asleep, and there is a little segment in the book about that. But what I, uh, who is going to turn down a nice massage? Mm -hmm. Would you turn down a nice massage? Mm, I know a lot of women that come into my office and say, when he starts to massage me, I know what he wants, and I'm just not interested. So what are you going to do with that one now, Richard? <laughs> that's, 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 when we, that's when we hypnotize them when they're asleep <laughs> and they wake up and go oh that was, I had this great dream <laughs> but yeah I, I guess you have a point I've never turned down a massage okay uh, myself and it doesn't have to be in any uh, uh, any way sexual it just no. feels good but the, the reason I said massage is because if you start a massage, it's very easy to transfer that into trance. It just goes right. with each other because, mm -hmm. because your mind starts relaxing when, you're, when your body feels good. So how? What, what do you couple along with the, the various types of touching, massaging, deep muscle, light touching? How do you couple well, that with the Well, if I was bird? to do it... If I was to do it to you, my voice would probably change to something like this. Mm -hmm. And as I am massaging your shoulder muscles, why don't you just think about relaxing the inside while I'm massaging the outside? Kind of imagine a warm ball of light right underneath my fingertips, wherever they are. And the ball of light 
just travels down your back mm-hmm. like this. So that's where it would start off. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to my regular voice now. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, beware. Okay, Beverly, how about you? How, what, what, are, what are your approaches on the female side along these lines when your partner's just not in the mood? Well, I feel that um, most of the females that we have worked with, or I have worked with, you know, they're kind of guarded a little. You know what I mean? um, Mm -hmm. So the first thing I like to do is, from a female to a female, get them so comfortable to, you know, be like, this is an amazing experience. I want them to experience their partner at a completely different level, and I feel by you know, allowing them to understand and know that they're they're more open-minded and more relaxed to allow themselves to go into that state so they can get the full experience and not feel like, oh, I'm nervous, like, you know, I don't want to do this. And they're just more open and more comfortable. It's a, it's a tremendously good point well made because I find with the women that I work with that they find that they have to get themselves in the mood that they have yeah. to toy with their own uh, barriers to it, whether it's anger, fatigue, mm-hmm. uh, resentment, oh, my partner's not doing enough, or, you know, I'm just an object. There's so many different scripts that they use that are antithetical to sexual intimacy. And for them to start learning those self-hypnotic scripts that will move them into having intimacy and also move them into being able to get their partner to be an intimate partner as opposed to just yes. a sex partner. Exactly. I mean, we're we're just more emotional. You know, women are just, we want that connection. And and then once you have that connection with your partner, you're you're not guarded. You can go there because that, that trust and, you know, like for women, like I said, it's just such a completely different experience. And I think that's what's great what Richard and I have because it, I've learned so much, but then that the, the, the women are so nurturing and tender that I think that it just takes it to a whole different level personally. Well, I'd love to hear the two of you dialogue about what do you do with men who are trying to get their, their, their woman involved, and that we're just going heterosexual right now at this point in the conversation. I know it goes beyond that. And, how, and, and then how do women get themselves and their partner interested in the type of sexual intimacy? So what's the dialogue between the two of you in terms of approaching the differences or the different uh, talent, strengths, tools? Well, I have a game we play, okay, and this is totally fun, and anybody out there who's listening can actually do this even without hypnosis, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. What you and your partner do, there's seven days in a week, okay? So Mm -hmm. what you and your partner do, each one gets a bag, okay, a little gift bag, and you write out seven of your fantasies that you would not normally talk about or or discuss even even with your partner, okay? So you write them out and you put them in an envelope and you put the envelopes in the bag. And what we do in the class is we just make them take out one since there's seven days. And that uh, we do generally a two to three day seminar. Mm -hmm. And so when they take out that one envelope, that's what we're going to work on as far as what they're going to do that night when and, they go back to their hotel room. And for women, by doing this, it's so much, um, it's just a lot easier because, you know, we're, we're kind of reserved and, and a little shy. Maybe you don't want to tell your partner, oh, this is one of my fantasies. So by writing it down and switching the bag, now I have my husband's bag and my husband has my bag, it's just that the barrier is put down, you know, and, and it's just easier to transition into that fantasy and, and, and to fulfill it without having to sit there and be like, you know, honey, I was thinking I'd like to try this. Sometimes that's just a little too much for a woman to handle. <laughs> so the mystery is maintained in terms of the, the, the uh, type of connection between the two of you that's going to be had, and at the same time you know it's somewhat a way of having queer communication. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And the next step 
if you were sitting in the class with us, the next step would be actually to teach you. Once, once we've hypnotized you and you know what the feeling is, both, both people, okay, you know what the feeling is. And by the way, for anybody out there who thinks you can't be, 99% of the world can be hypnotized if they want to be. Yep. Okay. The only people you can't hypnotize are people who are too drunk because <laughs> they, can't, they, they really can't concentrate. Okay. Or people who have an IQ of less than 50, let's say, because they don't have the facility to concentrate for a long period of time either. Right. So those are the only people who actually can't be. Everybody else, it's just a case of explaining it to them mm-hmm. and getting them over the fact that they're not going to pass out. Nobody's going right. to make not- them feel like they got hit with a hammer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we hypnotize them. Then we start to teach them to hypnotize each other. Mm-hmm. Now, when the, the man or the woman does it, um, there are so many things and so many actual fantasies. It, it lends itself to doing fantasies. But there are other things that you can do. Um, for those of you out there who don't know what this is, there's a thing called hypnotic regression. And what it is is once you're hypnotized, you can go back and remember things that happened to you, even to the point of I've taken people back to the point where they're six months old and they start to remember stuff. I mean, it's difficult to get that far back. But going back to the time when you were, I, I don't know what like the average age, <laughs> I don't know what the average age is now when people have their first sexual experiences. But you, you can take someone back to their very first great sexual experience. Sometimes the first time is not great. But their very first great one and let them relive it. And that is also a great fun thing that we suggest to the couples once they learn how to hypnotize and stuff like that is take your partner back and instead of be, being – uh, the person they were with, they are now with you reliving that, that initial experience. wild <laughs> experience. So, so it, it occurs to me that, uh, th- that you are really wanting the human being to look at themselves and say sexual experience is something to be played with, not something to be restricted or constricted. It's a Correct. sexual experience. It's something to be shared, but it's not necessarily filled with lots of rules because as soon as you say any of these things, I'm, I'm imagining people in my office full of restrictions and constrictions about what is appropriate or what their ego can handle or their feeling of being uh, threatened by another person having even a previous sexual experience. Mm-hmm. So you're really saying, come on, folks, let's really expand our ability how do you get someone to expand their ability to say sexuality is an interchange of energy and fantasy and opportunity, not full of rules? Is that part of your hypnosis? Well, yes. yes. Um, what we do, uh, generally these seminars um, have at least 10 couples in them, mm-hmm. at least. Sometimes a lot more than that, but at least 10 couples in them. And among those ten couples, trust me, there are going to be some extroverts like crazy right. who we, we will bring up. And I ask, does anybody mind if we do a demonstration? You're not going to take your clothes off, but we're going to do a demonstration on how hypnosis helps with arousal and, and things like that. All right? And we'll bring them both up to the front of the stage and we'll hypnotize them and teach them how to get their body to respond Mm -hmm. and how to get their body to respond deeper and how to make every single nerve in your whole body part of your erogenous zone so that if someone touches you even on an eyebrow, it just tingles and feels great. It feels amazing. (laughs) and It's like that that whole euphoria almost, you know. So, so you're turning, you're, well, acti- couple, you're activating all these erotic zones in your body. Yeah. All of them. You, you, you yep. free it up. And for the people that are observing right. this, who, it's, it's actually very helpful because let's say you have some shy people that are observing it and saying, I don't wow, know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if I could do wow, this. <laughs> wow, this, this. But it looks like fun. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> that 
it sets up our first thing for their first night because we usually have this. We, we've got um, a convention in, coming up in September, September. Mm-hmm. where we're going to teach this at the convention, too. It's called Hypnoeroticon, um, and it's here in Las Vegas, and it's an adult convention. But um, when we teach the seminar and stuff like that, we send people home. With, with whatever like hotel. a project to try. Yeah, you and, know, and like, it's like, try this. Your project for tonight is, is sex. <laughs> rough, rough night. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just helps, you know. I mean, <clears throat> I think it, it rekindles, especially, I mean, we have worked with some couples that have been together for so long that it's just all of that has just gone by the wayside. That, you know, they come back and they're like, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because this has just, we feel like we did when we were, you know, in our 20s and, and just started dating, and here we are, you know, 25 years married, and it just really sparked something amazing. And that, to me, I find the most rewarding, and I just, I'm like, ah, oh, we did it. <laughs> Natural Viagra for men and women. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, also, I, I love that phrase in your book. And again, the book is Hypnosis for Lovers by Anthony and Lynn May. So, Richard Anthony and Lynn May. Um, I have Lynn May down here. Is that right? Yep. Um, it's Beverly Lynn. Okay. Beverly Lynn. Okay. Yep. Okay. I know there's an E on the uh, I, I know there's an E on the end, but it's silent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have a. I have the. I thank uh, my parents for that. They're like. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, They're I have like, the well, it had to look different. <laughs> you know, you mentioned that there are some instant inductions um, that can be used, and also some. Uh, you have 18 words that powerfully can be inserted in different places, and I think that I'd like to move us in that direction so that people walk away with some tools. Yes, you're going to have inhibitions and they mm-hmm. need to be taken care of, but let's let's move on to the, some really simple tools of how to use words and movement to move someone into a uh, willingness to be hypnotized. Well, it depends on, uh, well, first of all, let's say that we're actually doing um, a book, I mean, I'm, uh, in the book, we're actually trying to teach you that Words matter. As, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, every great salesman is actually taught this because it, the first thing they, they tell you is try to get a yes reflex started so that you ask a question that really can only be answered yes <laughs> because it's, it's a loaded question. It's you like ice cream, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's things like that. Uh, and now, powerful words are oftentimes, um, and and I gave just eighteen examples. But there, if you go and take a course in neuro linguistic programming, which is nothing but what it says, it's using language um, linguistics mm-hmm. to program your mind, and that's what. Um, that's what it's about so that uh, when you do that and use some of those words it is a uh, well here I have uh, (laughs) as I sent you in the uh, in the book I have opened up the book here to that um, particular part which I'm trying to, yeah, uh, the actual words themselves that we're using. Cause, 18 most honest, powerful we're... words. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. you're referring to? Oh, I love this. Yeah. This is great. The, the adverbs about awareness, about time, spatial, causal fixation. These are really nice 18 words to know, to insert. And you even detail exactly where it's best to insert them. Because you're working with the the part of the self that ne- that wishes to cooperate for the benefit of everyone, um, yeah. these words move in that direction. Do you have it, Richard? Um, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to do it because I know it anyway. <laughs> I teach it all the time. <laughs> but but uh, what I was looking at was um, something that I I put in as a uh, as an extra. A uh, little thing that you can do is uh, bonus ideas for for your playtime from yep. from A to Z. And if anybody gets the book, trust me, 
you're going to spend three years going through all of the things that you that you could do with this, um, and, and you, you find you, yeah, you find that you uh, actually get um, hooked on it. You know, it it becomes so much fun, um, and you start thinking, oh, geez, I wonder if I could do this, and you come up with your own things, and it is very very interesting. Now, you asked about instant hypnosis. All right, and instant hypnosis isn't really instant. So let's let's get that out of the way. Anybody who says to you, "Oh, we're going to do instant hypnosis," they're not really doing instant hypnosis. What they're doing takes about the fastest I've ever seen it done, and the fastest mm-hmm. I've ever done is about a minute and a half. Okay. Okay. That's instant hypnosis. It's very fast trance in- induction. And what you do is, is it's a distraction. You distract somebody by holding, you know, picking up their hand and um, maybe but, shaking it and, and moving their, their fingers and their arms. And, and at the same time, you're doing a little butterfly with your fingers in front of their eyes and talking about you have to think about how your hand feels and, and the easy sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how basically it's done. Now, once you get easy sleep and, and the shock in, in, induction has happened, you still have to go now so relaxed and so deep and right. just falling deeper in the whole thing. So you actually do have to do an induction. Mm-hmm. You can get them into trance very fast, but you still, to deepen it far enough so you can use it usefully, you still have to deepen it, and you, and you still have to use... A um, that type of um, deepening and, and relaxation and stuff like that. If I seem to yeah, be rambling, uh, it's because about, I'm rambling. Beverly, <laughs> how, how uh-huh. would you answer that? This is very helpful. Yeah, you know, when um, I was first learning myself, it did take a little bit for me to go under because my mind, I couldn't silence my mind. And remember we had <laughs> talked about that, and it's just, you know, I was one of the ones that was kind of like, hmm, well, this, you know, so I finally, by relaxing and silencing my mind and just really letting go, I could go under pretty quick. And then, you know, then the induction, we, we go lo- a little bit longer and he gets me to relax. And it, it has helped tremendously. But it, I like the instant a little. Um, I have, uh, I, used to, I used to host a show for Playboy TV called The Extreme Truth. And that is where we would take couples and they would be hypnotized and they would divulge their sexual fantasies and, and, and whatnot. And it was fascinating because the hypnotist that uh, was on that show, he did it. He, he did the quick put them in the trance and put them under and he would like move the hands constantly. And that, some of these people like went deep, deep, deep under. It was, it was quite fascinating. And you also have some sort of materials. Is it video or audio where you can, people can utilize these materials to help them out along these lines? What, what is that material you offer? Um, actually, the whole the book that I gave you is done yeah. on audio also. Mm-hmm. And I also have, um, I have some extra, little extras that I give people who buy that, which are some erotic trances that are recorded by me and recorded by Beverly, mm-hmm. so that if you happen to have some alone time or downtime and you just want to play, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to play yeah. together, you can also do that. And again, those are accessible there. Um, yeah, while they're accessible, um, what, I, what I did was I put how to get it at the end of the book, but if, I'll give you my email, which is that's what it is at the end of the book. It's just uh, mine is hypnostage hypno underscore stage at yahoo dot com, and Beverly's is miss period Beverly Lynn at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. So okay. you can reach either one of us, and and we will we will make the audios available to you. Beautiful, or come for one of your classes, or. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they should come out Labor Day. We're doing, like, you know, we're doing our convention, and we're very, very excited to really go there. I mean, <laughs> it's at a, a great little boutique place here in Vegas, and uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, very good. 
Uh, you'll get more information on that very soon. We'll get all the details in the, the later on in this program. Let's move on to what you call segment two in your book, which is hypnotizing your lover, but explaining what it's like when you're actually now in bed with each other. You've done the massage. You've used some of the, the words, the cooperative sort of ways of dealing with people. And now you're going to move into trying to help them create a sense of fantasy, a fantasy lover. So we're moving into a very different type of emotional and uh, um, uh, relational connection, moving sex into fantasy. Talk to me about that and how hypnosis is involved with that. Well, I got the idea for that because um, in one of my shows, I actually had a version of the show called Hypnotrek, which was authorized by Gene Roddenberry before he died, and I did it on a, a, around for two years on the Star Trek convention circuit. And mm -hmm. in that show, I would make people think that they were Captain Kirk or Mr. Spock or, or uh, you know, even the next generation had uh, come along by that time, so Commander Riker or Dr. Crusher or whoever, whoever they happened to be. And these people would actually get very much into it and, and actually do the voices and actually do <laughs> the funniest is Scotty. People try to do the Scottish accent. Anyway, um, they would actually get into it and do this. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. You know what would be fun? Um, people often, you know, what if you had a fantasy that, uh, let's say for a woman, that you wanted to go to bed with Brad Pitt? Well, in my fantasy lover one, you know, and you, the guy's got to have a pretty decent ego because, <laughs> you know, it, it is funny. But anyway, uh, he's got to be a nice, strong ego because this is going to be a little ego bruising. Uh, you can actually tell your partner once she is hypnotized and vice versa if, if a woman wants to do it with a guy. Once they're hypnotized, that you are Brad Pitt mm -hmm. and that you are making love to her. And that you are the greatest lover that she has ever had and how naturally and easily she's going to get into this particular love session with you. See what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I would think that the person that's creating this fantasy uh, for their partner also hypnotizing themselves to kind of begin to move and feel like that part, that, that fantasy. Yes, we, we've, we have done it as a double trance too, which is, is kind of fun, a trance within a trance, because uh, once you both learn how to do it, you actually can do a double trance. Um, it, it's, uh, it's only a case of shifting your brainwave over to that trance pattern, which is really alpha, okay? Um, so... It's once you get yourself into that thing, yes, you can imagine in your mind that you are Brad Pitt. And then you, you react. Your body is just naturally like, <laughs> yeah. you walk like them and do everything. And, and then you can convince yourself that your wife. You know what I supremely get from both of you is that sexuality is just supposed to be fun. Play, it enjoy. should be, yes. Yeah. Don't it, turn it, us into some moral situations. Yeah, you know, I've been with my husband 13 years, and it's like, it, you get, like I said, you get sometimes in the marriage to that stagnant part, and it has just been absolutely amazing to just rekindle to where we were 10 years ago before our daughter. You know what I mean? Where it was just like crazy and fun and spontaneous, and then you get into the rut. You know, we have an eight-year-old little girl, so it's like, you know, you just get into the routines of life, and it just really has helped both of us tremendously and made our relationship so much better, so much stronger, and just so there's uninhibited with my husband. And I think that is amazing and powerful, and I wish that all women can, can experience that. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you'd like to add to that, Richard? Well, I have, I have to tell you, when, when we're doing a class, Beverly is, and myself too, by mm -hmm. the way, I've been married for 18 years. Um, we are probably the best cheerleaders for this because mm -hmm. we've done it. 
and we've done it over and over and over and over again, and you can tell when somebody is trying to teach you something that they really believe in. Yeah, the passion. It, co- it comes across, it, mm-hmm. and, and you you know that they know and that they have experienced it, and it's not a con, and it's not any of that type of thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, that's the biggest hurdle I find. Like sometimes we get couples that come in that are just very, like we had said earlier, skeptical, and they're like, oh, pff, no way can you hypnotize me, you know? And it's, it's just, you know, we, I'm very, very passionate about it because, like I said, it has worked and, and done amazing things for my marriage and my, my relationship. So it's always fun. I enjoy that challenge of, of letting them know, hey, and then they get under, and they're like, holy moly, that was unbelievable. <laughs> and they're like, thank you. We <laughs> actually, uh, the, the most fun thing is the second day because uh, the people have gone home to their hotel room, or, or actually sometimes if we're in the city, they just go home to their house. Yep. Um, anyway, they come, they come back for <laughs> The next day all glowing, and we're like, oh, somebody had a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> Which we, and we actually get them to open up and tell yeah. their stories to the other couples in the room and exchange stories mm-hmm. because it's all reinforcement of it's okay to do this. It's okay to be free and spontaneous Absolutely. and to feel like this and have your arousal levels go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's beautiful. Like a shared human you. experience that we don't need to be so awkward about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we have had more fun. <clears throat> to me, the second day is more fun. Mm-hmm. The first day is just teaching and, and, and really, you know, getting them into it and stuff like that. But then you send them home and you come, they come back the second day, and it's a blast. And, I mean, we mm-hmm. do do teaching, more, you know, more teaching on the second day. But it is so much fun to, to hear people who have just experienced this for the first time Tell their story mm-hmm. and tell their story to other pe- couples, you know, and it's almost like, oh, I, I had more fun than that. Listen to what I did. Yeah, listen you know? to what we did. <laughs> and then on the third day, you know, when we are, you know, after breakfast and whatnot, it's just, you know, the thank yous. And, you know, I think what's so rewarding is just that you've made a difference and you've helped someone. And, and that is the, the, the best part for me personally. Yeah, I, it really is, Carol. I actually have letters from yep. from couples you saved our marriage, and and that is is really, uh, you know, I'm doing something I like and I have fun at anyway. And, and you're and, helping people, and, which is and great. you're helping people, and they send you these letters, and it's like, oh wow, thank you, you know, yeah. thank you very much. So it it can be a very positive and rewarding and an amazing experience as opposed to people, you know, then they realize they're not so skeptical and. You know, it's it's just, it can be a part of your lifestyle, your intimate lifestyle. How invigorating for them to be completely physically enlivened and also mm-hmm. just in all of life, the less inhibited you are about anything, the more progressive oh, so much you better. are because you're not dealing with all these roadblocks. That's <laughs> yeah, just beautiful. Exactly. Now, exactly. folks, in a, mo- a moment, we're going to be talking about prolonged orgasm hypnotantric practices we're moving into more complex things. I think this is so important to describe to people. You do a beautiful job simplifying it in your book. Um, and so I, I think we're just I was going to say something else that we should talk about first, but I think we should go there right now in terms of how do people connect with each other Belonging that orgasmic experiencing, making it a very uh, communal experience. So take it away. <laughs> okay. For those of you who don't know what it is, Tantra is an old, old mm-hmm. Indian practice, okay, from India, and, from, and actually on the Arabian Peninsula too. Anyway, what it is is withholding and prolonging your orgasm by modified breathing, by um, different um, exercises during the time that you're actually coupled with your partner. Now, what I found was using hypnosis actually helped it along because it didn't require the focal, uh, all of your focus on, let's say, um, putting your tongue to the roof of your mouth and pushing real hard if you're too too close to orgasm to keep it to keep you from orgasming. 
So the way that we started is we started off with hypnosis. Then they get to, to couple up with each other, okay? And, very, and then what they do with each other is they – this is where double hypnosis does come in very, very um, <clears throat> handy because what they do with each other is just take it to a level and then relax and take it to a level and then a little more and relax. And you can make that orgasm, uh, let's see, fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's that's, the 4th of July yeah, for like an hour. That's a, yeah, <laughs> that's, about the best, that's about the best description we can uh, yeah. give you over the radio. <laughs> 4th of July fireworks in bed. Yeah. Again, something worth experiencing, absolutely. Okay, you're not going to go any deeper on this one, huh? <laughs> Well, I don't, you know, I, I do have an ulterior motive here. I do want to teach it, so I'm not yeah. going to give you all the tricks yet. <laughs> we are talking to Richard Anthony and Beverly Lynn. They are supremely experienced in the world of hypnosis and performing stage hypnosis. Them. Oh, I have a hard time with that since I'm a hypnotist. I know, right? Say myself. that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> but more, 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 we are finding that they are going to help you in your relationship. We are in our society, usually in a monogamous situation. It is your partner that looks to you for their sexual enjoyment, and you look to them for your sexual enjoyment. And how in the world are you going to execute that? So I would recommend very much getting a hold of their book. And it is once again called Hypnosis for Lovers by Richard Anthony and Beverly Lynn. Well, where do you want to take us now? Because I really also want to talk about domination. Because as Ooh. much as that sounds like a taboo... <laughs> how how come everybody always wants to go there? <laughs> you, know, you, you know, Richard, I have woken up very much uh, in the last 20 years. I've been a therapist for 37 years. In the last 20 years, the recognition that women are now not wanting to be so afraid of all of their urges sexually and yep. the younger generation. And this whole topic of domination comes into how do they, as women who are moving forward, in a very, they're being very male in their approach in their business life, and then they look at their male partner who's a little intimidated by their femaleness because yes. they're out there charging ahead and earning tons of money and being quite dynamic yep. and and how how does their male partner move them into uh, one where they can have the experience of being submissive? I'm not talking about disrespect, and I'm not talking about rape, and I'm not talking about right. any of the things that are violations of human respect. But how does a male partner move their female partner, their strong and intense female partner, into this experience of domination and vice versa, where women wake up and realize, oddly, what, honey, you want me to dominate you, but you're the man. So I think that this mm-hmm. is actually very important to understand both emotionally and sexually. So if you wouldn't mind taking this away with all of your experience and walking into I this find, topic. Yep. I find, and I'll start it off, mm-hmm. I find that if you really delve beneath people's personalities, they're all switches. Yep. And what I mean by switches is that they, if they really allow them their mind to to wrap around it, they enjoy dominating, and they enjoy being dominated. Yep. So um, it is really a case of the mood and how do you change a mood? Actually, you can do that with hypnosis. Okay, you could if the the woman feels like hypnotizing the man and she becomes stronger and stronger um, in the suggestions that she gives to him, and and she does it very slowly in the whole thing, he will probably find that he enjoys it. Mm -hmm. He enjoys giving up and giving in because it's something that, again, you just described also very powerful men who uh, run corporations and do that type of thing actually find that they enjoy this type of thing. They enjoy um, giving up the control every once in a while. So if you teach their wife how to do that, yep. um, it, it works out very well in their relationship. 
and and there's vice many versa. women that want to be like you know I want to take control because my husband is always you know when we're intimate he's he's always the dominant one and now I want to dominate him and some women are are again reserved or shy and this is where our our we help them overcome that to not be afraid that it's okay it's you know you and your lover are are in it together and you want to experience everything together I, I mean, in the book, as you saw, there's a whole trance uh, for a woman to perform to do that. But that's not necessarily a scripted thing. That's for them to learn how to do it the first time. Mm-hmm. And then from there, to build their own thing about what they enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. ask her husband or ask her uh, the wife, well, I know you enjoyed that. What else? Mm-hmm. You know, Give me that fantasy grab bag and let yeah. me pull out another one. Yeah. <laughs> so I always tell people after they take our course, and so does Beverly, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to go by the book. No. I, yes, buy the book, but you don't have to go by the book. Invent your own. And at the, mm-hmm. at the end of the book, like I said, there's enough uh, yeah. just suggestions. They're not actually trances. They're just suggestions of what you can do with this in your own way. Yeah, we built the foundation for you, mm-hmm. and, and then it's up to you to keep building upon that. But you have the core of it started, and now it's like it, it, and when you have a partner that's 100% into it and you're 100% into it, you know, that's so much easier. Now, we've had couples where the wife is all like, eh, you know, or the, or the husband's 100% in. and But get it, once you get them to the <coughs> same level, it, it's just, one of the most exhilarating experiences ever, honestly. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a beautiful said, discourse fire, between a couple that can, on New Year's Eve. <laughs> what, hun? Absolutely. Desire. It's all about creating desire. Yes. 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 And if you can you, you you had desire when you first met, and therefore you had mm-hmm. attraction. So the the magnetism of desire, and you have the power to be able to create the desire. Through a lot of tools, hypnosis yep. being among them. Lack of inhibition so you can experience it would also help. Well, you also represent the male-female aspect of this dichotomy, the polarization of our society, uh, and the two of you. And so I wanted to take some time talking about how a female mind and body is different and how does it work and how is a male body and mind different. And if you would describe it from your own point of view... So that people would feel like they're not in this dark and this mystery about what this strange creature is on the other side of the bed. <laughs> right? It's like you wake up and you're like, what am I supposed to do with you? <laughs> in actuality, oh, you know what I find? I know, right? <laughs> I find, Dr. Carroll, that men are stupid about women's bodies. Yes. They really... <laughs> well, you didn't have to agree that much. Anyway. Uh, so... Guess what? I have a whole um, easel chart, okay, with, with uh, vaginas and, and breasts and all kinds of things, uh, you know, pictures of them. And what we do is um, teach guys what's actually going on inside of a woman outside of a woman, and around the whole body of a woman. Yeah, because it's not always like, oh, let me just dive in there and do this. It's like, honey, no, okay? We're, we're women. We're very sensual. We're very um, emotional, and, and, and we need more than just the physical connection. We need the mental connection, the, the build-up, you know, give me the massage, romance me, you know, just take me to a whole different, like, be tender. Don't just bam, go in there and, okay, that was great. No. <laughs> so we, so we, we teach and, and vice versa. I mean, there, yeah. I do have a thing on, on males too, okay, that Beverly has fun with, you know, which is, uh, you know, men have super sensitive places yeah. too that a lot of women don't know about, okay? Exactly. And so we, we try to teach both the males and the females, mm-hmm. the intimate details of the body. And, and not to be afraid. To and, and inside and out, mm-hmm. all right? And it's, um, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at what people don't know. Yep. And, and I'm sorry, but it's mostly men that, that 
men are far more stupid about women's bodies than <laughs> women are about guys' bodies. So it is. Uh, I, I, I'm, I just find it fascinating to to see the look on their face when you actually describe something. You know, like what's a G spot? Where do you look for it? What's an A spot, which is even deeper inside? It's, a, it's by the cervix. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, and what does it do? What does it feel like? You know, and it's it's amazing that guys don't even know. All they just, all they want to do is just slam bam. You know. And then that's where the female version comes in and says, "Uh-uh, <laughs> here, let's 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 make this an entire, you know, erotic experience that we don't have to rush this. We don't." You know, we can get there together. Do you understand what I'm so saying? I, I would I would wonder to what degree, Beverly Lynn, you would be able to describe to women how to actually hypnotize their male partners to respond to the fem- their female process differently. Because I think females think, well, if I just tell him enough times, but that never works. If I just if I if I just if I ridicule, if I harp, if I whine, if I withhold, all these very incredibly ineffectual ways of communicating. Right, and they want a different type of sexual process. Yeah, I I generally tell the women again, it's like when when we are putting someone under hypnosis, our tone changes. Okay, you're talking softer, and and you're taking them. Um, to a, a safe place. I find that if you talk to your your male partner as a woman and, and it's like, okay, Glenn, this is what I want to do. How does this feel as I'm doing this? Are you relaxing your body? Do you feel this? Now I'm going to go down lower and I'm going to massage you here. And, you know. Well, the radio, that, we can't say it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, that right there is where... I feel it, it helps the women to get relaxed. And it's just, you know, then you're just in sync together. You know, he's responding by touching you a certain way because you're touching him a certain way, and, and it's soothing and it's calm, and then it can build up and build up and build up and build up, and then you just have one heck of a night. <laughs> now, as far as the guys, yes. I, I'm going I'm to tell you, <laughs> we do have, um, we take apples. <laughs> <laughs> And I teach guys with apples how, how they perform. Yeah, how they should um, actually use their tongues. How's how's that? Let's 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 just put it that oh, way because beautiful. I do. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, you know. Okay. And, you know <laughs> and it's kind of funny. Nobody nobody really gets upset about it because it's an apple. You know right. what I'm saying? Rather than taking like a a, a plastic or fake right. Uh, uh, Vagina that you can buy at a at a uh, you know adult store. We <laughs> we use the apple, mm-hmm. and it helps them not to be inhibited by even a plastic fake one. You know and plus, in the group setting, everybody is more comfortable yeah. when you present it that way as opposed to, hey, I went to the toy store and this is what I have, and we're going to practice on this. <laughs> it's just much easier, and it's again, you know, people seem. So many times I'm, I want to discuss this, but I'm nervous about it. I don't want to be judged. And it's just we're in an environment where it's all safe. We understand. We're and it's past, funny. And, and it's, it's, it's funny and fun. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so, um, and, of course, you know, I'm, I use the apple first, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's <laughs> a case where I'm letting them laugh at me, which gets, uh, you know, which Sets up the next thing, which is pick up your own apple. Yeah. Okay. Now you're <laughs> yeah. on your own. Now you're on your own. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it is. Uh, it works out so well. It breaks the ice for yes. people to be able to learn and to practice and to have a little laughs and you know that type of thing. It puts the guard. I absolutely down. love this. You're so playful with it. Mm-hmm. We spend so much time in the course of uh, let's just say a lot of couples that have children. We spend a lot of time mm-hmm. teaching our children how to do this, that, and the other, and we read to them, and we want them to be, succeed at this. And then suddenly when it comes to our own sexual relationship, we become ineffectual in being able to learn about our partner's sexual thoughts or ways or attitudes. And I know, for example, many listeners out there, your partner doesn't want to have to hear words. Other partners want to hear lots of words. So 
some partners want to be touched a lot. Some want to be tantalized. Some want to be touched hard. Some want to be touched softly. So that Mm -hmm. is a process of you training yourself. Like you would your child. You would never leave your child abandoned and uneducated so they couldn't function in this world. Why in the world would you leave your marriage, uh, sexual relationships, uneducated and abandoned to the whatevers? It's far too important to maintain a sense of desire and attraction in your relationship. We have a, some more moments to go. Where do you want to take us on this journey? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a funny story because okay. of you saying how, how ineffectually we teach our kids about um, sex when, it, you know, when it's one of the most um, important things for them to learn. That's so I'm going to tell you about my dad and what he did to me and how hypnosis helped it to uh, get fixed, okay? So first of all, he waited until I was 16 years old to tell me about sex, which is a little late by, by anybody's standards, even for the 1960s, which is that long ago since I was a teenager. Anyway, um, so he ended up the conversation saying this to me. Well, I hope you're not afflicted with my disease. I'm like, Hmm. disease? What disease? (laughs) Now, he actually called it a disease. He said, I'm afflicted with premature ejaculation. Hmm. And I'm like, well, what is is that? And he said, I can't last longer than a couple of seconds. He said, and it's a disease that I have, and I hope I didn't pass it on to you. Okay, fast forward. I'm in the U.S. Air Force. I, I'm having my first intimate relationship with a woman. I, I was a late bloomer. What do you want? What do you want? Okay. <laughs> I hear it's better than that. How, <laughs> how long did I last? Oh, God, I've got the disease. Oh, yes. I oh, actually God. thought this, Dr. Carroll, I actually thought this, okay? And I, now I get stationed. This was in Denver, Colorado. I was in tech school. Anyway, I get stationed in Las Vegas, and I go, I see there's a, uh, a female hypnotist, and I had learned hypnosis when I was a kid from my next-door neighbor. He was a psychologist like you. He did a little show for um, my uh, his daughter's 16th birthday, and I was in her class, so I saw it, and I bugged him until he taught it to me. Anyway, now I go see this female hypnotist, and she actually got interested in me, so we started dating. And, of course, she was a couple of years older than me, so there was no, like, uh, first date, second date. This was the 60s when you just jumped in bed. <laughs> so <clears throat> our first date, we're, we're in Las Vegas. We went out. We had a few drinks after her show, and um, we went back to her hotel room. <laughs> and she's, you know, wants me to make love to her. So I, I had tried this, you know, like, it wasn't just the first time. I tried it two or three times in Denver, and I always had the disease. So I said to her, I have a disease. Oh, gee. Oh, dear. <laughs> to which <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing again. Every time I think about this, I laugh. So she obviously thought that I meant, like, um, the clap or, or, something. or some, some sexual disease, right? And I was like, and she said, why don't you just go to the, the doctor and, at, the, at the base and get a shot for it? I said, there's no cure for this. And she looked Aww. at me like, holy shit, what's this yeah, guy Get got? out, get out. <laughs> so she asked me, what do you have? And I'm almost crying now, okay? I've got premature ejaculation. <laughs> she just fell on the floor laughing. I mean, fell on the floor laughing. And, and she said to me, I'll tell you what. I'll hypnotize you. No, she said, we're going to fix that tonight. <laughs> and I said, really? You, you can cure it? She said, yeah, I can cure it. And she hypnotized me, and we just, I mean, I lasted uh, as long as tantric sex. Let me tell you, let me put it to you that way. So that was my convincer that said, you know, if that could do, if I could do that with her, and um, take that mental block that I had from the disease that I had <laughs> away, then there are a lot of things that you could do with it. So that was, that was really the, the start of my um, trip of 
finding out about this, and I really didn't put the whole course together until, what was it, 1992, I think it was, that I put the course together. But all through those years from, I met her in 1969, and all through those years, I worked on little things here and there and, and learned stuff, and uh, we practiced at UCLA, um, which you probably know very well. I, I was over at the parapsych- parapsychology clinic over there, and Dr. Thelma Moss and I discussed this about the sex thing and the whole thing, and and we actually did it with ESP to see if it would raise your ESP while you were making love hypnotized. Now that's a, that's another whole story. Yeah, right? so, discover. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> let's go. What did you discover? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought that we would close it up for any of you folks out there mm-hmm. who have any kind of uh, sexual problems that are not physically related. Trust me, mm. you can just about do uh, get over them immediately. We can promise fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, we can promise fireworks. That is wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. And, you know, women have all sorts of different sorts of muscular diseases as well, or uh, getting wet or the vaginal area that's just too tight and full of spasms. And these things are important to just talk about, frankly. It sounds like your, your class, who the two of you are, this is a frank process of moving into the dynamics of fireworks. Relationship yes. alive with intimacy and fun. Thank you yeah, so and much you know what? You, you, were, yeah. you were just, you both were just talking about, you know, there's there are actual physical dysfunctions that you need to yep. go see the doctor about, and some people are afraid to. Yeah, they're afraid to discuss you know? it. And, and so I've had people who are come to the class and will kind of get me on the side and say, I have this, this they, problem. Yeah. And the whole thing, and I, you know, I always have doctors around um, that I know from across the country. I've been, I've played almost every state that mm-hmm. there is. Anyway, to make a long story short, um, I actually hypnotize them not to be afraid mm-hmm. to go to the doctor and explain this and get it fixed. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So if it's a physical... So inhibited. <laughs> yeah, if it's a physical problem, folks, please... Don't wait. Go to the doctors. They have so many things they can fix now. Mm-hmm. This is not the mm-hmm. 1940s. Mm-mm. And, yep. Well, Beverly, anything you'd like to leave us in? As we... I, I would just love to say uh, for, for women, again, this is, you know, very much from a female perspective. Um, just try it with your partner. Like, really, you know, like I said, my husband and I, I'm, I'm 40. My husband and I have been together 13 years. We have an 8-year-old little girl. And uh, we got stagnant, and, and, and we did this, and it's absolutely amazing. It has taken, I feel 22. You know, our, our intimacy mm-hmm. is unbelievable. We're, we're spontaneous again. We communicate with each other without being guarded or reserved or nervous about it. You know, everybody, you, no matter what it is, you can tell your partner and, if you want to experience all of this, it's it's so safe and, and amazing, and, and you will be so happy. You really will. I'm really glad that I did it, personally. So I just, it works. <laughs> and Dr. Carroll, yes. since, since you yeah. are close enough to us, we want yeah. you to come over Labor Day weekend and um, spend, the, spend the weekend with us at Hypnoeroticon and mm-hmm. uh, bring... Bring your partner. <laughs> bring, bring the hubby in. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we guarantee well, yeah, we'll you that. We'll, we'll close with that. <laughs> well, let's not close just yet because since you have announced this, how do people find out about the seminar? How do they sign up? What? what? Um, actually, What's the next? best place is probably Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we, have a pa- we have a group on Facebook called Hypnoeroticon. It gives you all the details to, of, of it, how much it costs, etc. Um, the dates, the hotel, you can go look through. Uh, the hotel is absolutely oh, gorgeous. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, and it's a boutique hotel. It has, I think they have a grand total of five poker machines, so it's not, not really a game. But a, a you can go across the street to, to the, the Hard Rock Hotel and gamble after the classes or, or if, if that's you know something you want to do. Or you can just hang around because... This has a huge, huge two swimming pools, 
big jacuzzi. It's just a really it's, intimate, amazing place. It's a boutique. It's a boutique hotel. Yeah. And it's called Beautiful. the Rumor. Mm-hmm. And it, if you just look up Rumor, you will see... Rumor Las Vegas. Yeah, Rumor, Rumor Las Vegas. And you can go through it and see the actual website. Or you can go on Facebook and join Hypnoeroticon. It's mm-hmm. Hypno-Eroticon, the group. And you'll see the pictures of the hotel are also posted up there. With the dates and our seminars. Yeah, and, and how to, and how to uh, sign up. And, and the co- i got to tell you something. The cost is very, very reasonable. It's $500. For the for a single person for the weekend, it's eight hundred dollars for a couple, and that includes your hotel room, one meal a day on on Friday and Saturday, and a couple of drinks at night. Yep. Oh, that's wonderful. So I mean, I don't okay, I don't yeah. know where, I don't know where you can go for that kind of money and also yeah. learn and all that you're going to learn. And that type of invigoration, you'll you certainly will sa- save on my psychotherapy uh, fee. That's for sure. So you want to <laughs> contact? <laughs> I, gosh, I'm going to lose business, but I actually would rather see people. I'm sorry, you made me choke. <laughs> I'd rather see people enjoy themselves and invigorate their relationships than instead of spending needless money. Hypnoventures at yahoo.com is one way to contact one of you, and the way to contact the other of you is Beverly. What's your email again? Miss.BeverlyLynn at gmail.com, and it's L-Y-N-N-E. Very good. And then on Facebook, how do we contact you through Facebook? Oh, I'm just uh, Miss Beverly Lynn on Facebook and Twitter. And I'm under Richard Anthony, and the group, um, which, if you want to join the group, it's called Hypnoeroticon. It's mm-hmm. an 18-plus group. We do not use it for little boys and girls. Yes, adults. Adults I only. got it. And so, folks, this isn't about tantalizing you to a point of being disrespectful about other human beings or yourself. This is all about being ultimately charged up again with life and love. And Richard Anthony and Beverly Lynn have given you a taste, and they will certainly be able to continue to give you more information as well. And this is Dr. Carol Francis thanking so much you guys contacted us and that you have given us this information so powerfully Stay in touch. It sounds like we have other shows to do together. And Dr. Carol yes, Francis we do. And yeah. we're, <laughs> we're going to look forward to seeing you in September. Okay, group. I guess we're all going. <laughs> okay, take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>